pluck 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 growing out the pod with Kara Manueli and Amanda Hunt Hey furries it's me Amanda and it's me Kara and we're doing great um we're doing good we're doing okay I got I got my booster and my flu shot two days ago, which they do recommend do them together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to tell you, I feel funny. Feel- I think it's all COVID. Like, I don't I don't think the flu shot had much effect on me at all. Right. But I'm having a lot of um, <clears throat> weird nerve tingles, oh, which really? I had when I had COVID. So it's like... The body remembers. Like, yeah. my body is like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Everything felt bad. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not, like, terrible or unmanageable or anything, but it's very um, – I just, like, am so grateful for these vaccines. <laughs> like, I know, right? Over and over and over again because feeling this little mini version of this is NBD compared to anything. Having it that, and, like, going to yeah. hospital and dying. Yeah, totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Or even having long fucking COVID, which no thank you. That's so no. scary. I have, I have some friends that had it during 2020 and just now are getting their taste back. Just now. And they still thank have Thank God they're getting lingering. it back at all. I know. But like two years of like not being able to taste. Oh. They like their whole diet changed. It was it was rough for them. Really rough. Yeah, that's depressing. I guess what do you do? You just like try to eat things with a lot of texture? It's whatever doesn't taste like vomit. It's whatever doesn't taste like dying flesh. Like, that's what it is. Like, it tastes, everything oh, tastes. Oh, because it's not like you just get a neutral taste. Like, no. it's not like, oh, nothing tastes like anything. I'm just eating, like, Soylent or whatever. No. It's like things taste horrible and oh smell horrible. No. I know. And things already can smell so horrible. I know. Well, okay, yeah. So grateful for vaccines. That's not my hair story, but just like thank you to everyone. Also, I'm sure I have said it on this podcast before, but my parents were part of the Pfizer trial, and I'm very grateful to them. Yay, they're pioneers. <laughs> they still are part of the Pfizer trial. like Yeah. Because they keep being boosters, so they keep being like part of all of it. Mm-hmm. So good. That's great. That's mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. great. Good so. for them. Yeah, that's just just a fun fact about me. I also have a piece of spinach in my teeth. Can you see it? I don't see it here. Uh, maybe no. I yeah, right there. I see a little bit. Yeah, it's so tiny, and like I'm not getting it out during this podcast. So we've got a guest today. Oh yeah, we got a, our little, little third guest. Piece of spinach. He's got some opinions. We'll have him talk about Globe, what he thinks about it. So it'll be great. Well, yep. I mean, he hasn't watched the other episodes, so that's a problem. But well, Kara, what's your hair story? Oh, my hair story <laughs> is always shocking. I'm just kidding, because I have my hair story today would be um, I think it's time for a haircut. <laughs> I am finding that like I have a good day of hair, and then the next day is just not like I if I don't blow dry it, or if if I use my old hair dryer, which I did the other day, I was like, oh, I pulled out the wrong one. Oh, well, I'll use this anyways. My hair looked like a frizzy '80s hair hair Barbie. Like it was just like gross and I didn't look good and so I'm having to like curl it to make it look good like when I do auditions I'm like I can't just go ahead and just straighten it anymore I have to actually curl it because it looks like hay <laughs> on my head is it that it looks too dry yes it looks dry and frizzy and um I changed I was using Olaplex 
and I feel like that's not doing as what it used to do. Um, so I just got to go back to figuring out what is my best. Also, I have blonde in my hair, which I haven't had in a very, very long time. So it does dry your hair out. I have bleach in my hair from when I got it done in March. I haven't got my hair done in since March. So there's that. Um, but it's growing out so nicely. It's such a yeah. chic balayage because it's I love really it. like, it looks really good still. You know, like mm-hmm. it looks like, oh, you could have just gotten it done. Yeah. Like I don't want to change it necessarily right now. Like I don't want to do anything to it. I just want to figure out how to make my hair not look so frizzy and I have to like wash my hair every day. I don't like to wash my hair every day. Um, it's not good for my scalp. Um, I also have some scalp issues, which I realize is the reason why sometimes – you have hair lo- Your hair health actually has to do with all of your scalp. That's it. Like, mm-hmm. your scalp. Like, and I have skin issues, so I have scalp issues. So, like, sometimes, you know, I have this, like, um, stuff the dermatologist gave me to use when I have a flare-up, which sometimes I can feel. I'm like, oh, I have some irritation here, so I will sit with that in my hair. And that also doesn't make my hair look good. <laughs> so, it's just trying to figure it out. Well, well, well. If we don't have the same hair story this week, Oh, shit. We're twins! Okay, so we're twins, and I may have have some answers for you, and this may be a journey we go on together. Oh, my God, I'm into this. Because I was like, why? L.A. has no humidity. Why, when I'm here, does my hair look and feel like shit? It should be perfection. And so I did a little research, did a little Google, L.A. water versus N.Y. water hair. L.A. is full of hard water. Yes. My sweet hair. So, like, the reason I think, I think that Olaplex is not working for you is not because your hair is dry, but because your hair has a ton of gross mineral buildup. Because that's what I'm dealing with. Because I was like, uh, my hair is clumping together in weird ways. And I'm using, I'm, you know, I, I... there's there's nothing wrong with the products that I'm using or the tools that I'm using. So I was like, mm, what else can it be? So I bought a clarifying shampoo. Ooh. Um, give me I that. Bought, give me it. I bought the Tracy Ellis Ross one. Ooh, what's it called? Uh, let me just Google it really quick. I have used it exactly one time. Um, <laughs> Tracy Ellis. And that's all you needed. Now you're back to normal. I mean, not even close, but uh, okay. So it's called Pattern, uh, and there's one for curly hair. I think it's probably mostly for women of color, but I have like pretty dark or pretty thick, uh, coarse textured hair. Yeah. So I can use those products without, uh, like, my hair works well with those products. So I was like, let me try it. It's 20 bucks from Sephora, which is expensive for shampoo, but also. Mm Not expensive if my hair looks like fucking shit and feels like trash all the time. Yeah. Um, And so I have used it once. I also used a clarifying scrub once that I had. Like, you know how you just have these random hair products in your apartment or Mm -hmm. your house and you're like, oh, okay, I guess that's for that. So it's a scrub. It's an apple cider vinegar scrub. Okay. um, For your hair? scalp. Oh. Uh, It's for your scalp. Okay. And... I think it's by Fakai. Um, and I like it, but I think that the shampoo is more crucial to maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe you use them together. You probably would know. use them together. Your, scal- your scalp health is really important on how your hair falls out or uh, mm-hmm. stays in. <laughs> yeah, I want my hair to stay in. Oh, my goodness. My cat's back. 
Uh, he's he really wants to be a guest on the pod today. He tried to come in between me and the mic before we started Rude. recording. Um, so so far, that's what I've found. So I would say before you get a haircut, because it may be time for a haircut also, but like take this intervening step, get yourself a clarifying shampoo. Great. Um, remember if you buy it from Sephora and it doesn't work for you, you can return it. Oh, that's right. Uh, Sephora has a great return policy. Like, I always shop at Sephora, which seems, like, indulgent, but it's not a waste of my money because it's I'm buying a nice product, and either it works and I use it for a long time, or it doesn't work and I return it and I get my money back instead of buying, like, a mid-grade product from a drugstore and being like, oh, well, I used this once, now I just have it in my house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So that's that's my recommendation because that's what I'm also battling right now. Like, I was like, my hair shouldn't feel so dead on the ends. Like, it, I got a trim not that long ago. It just shouldn't it shouldn't be like this. And the clarifying shampoo has really helped. Okay, that's good to know. I should use it for my car too because we park our car outside and we have sprinklers that only go off two times a week now because we're trying to conserve water. We actually, I'd rather just get rid of our grass. Anyway, um, we have hard water stains just like baked on our car in the windows. Like I cannot get them out. No matter what we do, they're just stuck. We have such hard water here and I can only imagine what it's doing to my hair. And my skin yeah, for that, that matter. It won't come off your car and you're just walking around with it in your hair. Mm-hmm. I also, I am looking into for a Christmas present maybe a filter um, that you screw into your shower head. Oh, I have out the hard water. I do have that right now, but I don't know how long it lasts. I put it in like two years ago, so who knows how it works right now? I bet after two years of two people taking showers, it's uh, yeah, it might be time to change the filter inside of it. Okay, yeah, it's probably great. Yeah, because I have to change the filter for my cat's water fountain once a month. Mm-hmm. So your cat's no best. It's a different kind of filter. My cat's. Everyone says I spoil my cats, and I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, what's the problem? They're never going to go to school, you know? Yeah, they're never going to have the job. They're never going to buy themselves or anything, so you have to spoil them yourself. It's totally fine. Well, it's just like they're not a problem, you know? Like, to spoil a child is like, ah, you're creating, like, a bad person potentially in the world. But to spoil a cat, it's like they live inside my house. I don't know. Nothing. There's no consequences. Yeah. Just benefits. Just Just the benefits. Just the benefits of having a spoiled cat who won't let you record your own podcast. Um, Speaking of podcasts, (laughs) let's get into it. Let's get into it. I think next time, I know it's the season finale, but next time we do it, we should just eat ding-dongs when we we, uh, talk about this. Next time, we should just eat ding-dongs straight into the mic. I think that's a really good idea. I mean, it's inspiring for some. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and we're looking to inspire. I think if any, if this podcast has done anything, it has been to provide inspiration. Uh huh. Weird. That's for a, the furries. We're we're furry inspo. We have a we're yeah. furry inspo. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, it's the season finale, and they left us on a cliffhanger last week, and then they come back this week, right into like, it. Right into it, like Let's thirty seconds. Let's go back over the, the, but then they go back over the challenge, and they are like, they do a little mini rehash of the conflab, and I was like, if you guys don't fucking tell us, yeah, 
and, and then I and knew. so it's between Nancy and Chris to catch up. I I'm so mad. It Nancy gets sent home, and it's it's not right. And I know that Dom is dead. Both of them are dead. Both of them are like so. Val and Dom are just like fuck. It's like not. It's like obvious. The only one that has fallout from this oval dark, you know, eyeshadow. By the way, to remind our viewer, our listeners, our furries, and there's clear fallout, and it looks like the shape. I like her shape better than his shape of the way her the eye and looks. Her color is more intense too. Like her black eyeshadow is more yeah, um, is more like true black mm-hmm. rather than like. A, but she does have the fallout. It's so it. If it wasn't for the fallout, I, w- I think they were trying to figure out if they could send Chris home somehow. Because I think she would have been way better for the last, uh, the third finalist. She, every single step of the way, she's been better than him. And it's it stinks really bad. I just like. He just has gotten away. He got away with so much of like just being a little better, even though his overall wasn't as good. Like his mm-hmm. idea, like, I don't know. I don't know. This I will say this glow up whole glow up situation is more prosthetics than than most seasons and I kind of I think I think everyone got kind of got over it to be honest I think they're I'm, I'm tired as fuck of the prosthetic I like this I is never a fa- see a prosthetic until I'm hired to be this on is not this is face off this is not you know face off that other uh, makeup show was all about movie you know like what they kind of are doing which is cool but like this is glow up this is like i want to learn cool new makeup techniques i want to see how you make makeup look really cool show and me how you make the human face look interesting and interesting and like art without having to like add all this stuff onto it yeah yeah and it's it also oh god i just took i'm like i, I can I tell just, <laughs> i can tell i was so fucking mad because it's like nancy has done looks nancy's I think the only person in this competition who's had multiple looks that have made the judges cry. Like, yeah. Nancy is an artist. And Chris... She has something to say. And Ka- Chris is... to say. And Chris, Chris is cake. Is, Chris is cake. Chris is young. Chris is hot. Chris is white. Chris... Like, I... I don't mean to say, like, you have to have trauma to be a good artist. Right. I no. Think that's, like, that's, that's not a, that's an that's oversimplified yeah. thing. And it's not fair. But I'm not sure, <clears throat> based on Chris's approach to the challenge, I would, I would say that Chris will be a better artist in five years. He'll have yeah. a better technique. He'll have more to say as an artist and Nancy is already a fully formed artist yeah her technique is beautiful her she has something to say that's different every time Mm -hmm. and she just had a couple of like unfortunate things like if the hair if the baby hairs had stuck onto the face for her last thing we might not have had this conversation at all yeah you know, and, and it just it's it sucks, and it feels like like I will say what kind of sorry I didn't mean to cut you off for you. I kind of just jumped uh, in. Basically, Chris is getting here feels like the person who bets one dollar on the Price is Right every time. Yes, a hundred percent. And I and I, with Nancy, she also like with all I don't make this gendered or anything but with a lot of women we feel like we have more to prove and men are like I'll do this once cool I did it 
I got it. I was like, he didn't have as much, um, which is good for for him that he didn't have as much self. That's not the right word. What's the word I'm looking for? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. she oh, was yes. like it's, during it's the same thing where like men will apply for jobs that they don't have the experience for, and, and just will wait till they have the experience to yeah. apply for the job. Yes, and let me just say right now. Everybody stop counting yourself out because the person who gets the job maybe has no fucking experience. Mm-hmm. So just and even if they have more than you, you still might be better for it. Yeah. And that's I'm saying that I'm pointing all my fingers out at people except one that I'm pointing back at myself. Yeah. My fin- my fingers are pretty much at myself. Um. <laughs> you guys should see Kara's like I claw am. hands point- mm-hmm. pointing at herself. Um, yeah, so. Sorry, you sad, were talking. Yeah, no. No, you didn't. <laughs> That's fine. It's right. It's true, though. It was like the price is right. He won. He bet the $1 and won every time. Um, he, yeah. So, anyway, he wins. Everyone's happy to see him. And Nancy's yeah, crying. Everyone on the sad. show is happy to see him. But uh, Nancy, they did, they did spend time with Val and Dom hugging her and saying good things to her like it was like they never really spent time doing that with any other any other person they like made a point to show that it like I don't think they wanted to do that yeah I just this whole this whole next day's worth of challenges or episodes worth of challenges were so rich with like industry opportunities and it so I I was like they should have been Nancy's it should have been Nancy's a hundred percent like, oh, my God. So, okay, we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so, you know, like every se- every um, season finale do a huge, what do they call it? A, um, oh, finish, finish talking, actually. I think I'm kind of skipping ahead. <laughs> um, so this, the finalists are Chris, Lisa, and Yang Chen, which to me, to me, my opinion only says that they already knew it was between Lisa and Yang Chen. So it's Always. like, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's like, okay, well, Nance, like whoever is the third would have always been the third. Yeah. If that I agree. makes any sense. Yeah. Um, so we come in, we see everybody. Maya's wearing a giant beret. She looks like the most fashionable French chef you've ever seen. Super chic. Because um, the beret is so voluminous. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, Dom and Val look chic as usual. And we meet a huge influencer in the beauty world, Manny MUA. Over Zoom. Over Zoom. <laughs> Woo! He looks fab. As and he'll always. be joining us in person tomorrow for the final assignment, uh, where each of the contestants will lead for their industry challenge, which we know it's called and have always known, um, where they will lead, each makeup artist will lead a makeup masterclass. They'll have 30 minutes to teach, to demo a signature look. Yes. Um, speaking of that, but Manny, I, I don't follow him. Do you follow him? His name is Manny Gutierrez. I, Manny Gutierrez, a.k.a. Manny MUA, has 11 million followers. I'm also not one of them. Yeah. And um, I, I've seen, I th- I've seen his face, but I don't, I would not know that is what, what his name is, and I wouldn't know that. But now I do, and I'm very grateful. And maybe I will follow him. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, he's clearly very talented, and I thought his, his uh, critiques were very measured and like, and and smart. Yeah. Like I, I, I liked him as a judge. I think he's like it's just so interesting to me. Like this show is about makeup on social media, which I guess is the 
most profitable way to be a makeup artist in 2022. You just do makeup on social media and then, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, 2020, that's what we all did. We just stayed in our houses and did makeup and then, like, didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I didn't put it on social media, though. No, we weren't cool enough. No. But you know who is very cool who was on our show? Cece. Yeah, she's killing it. Anderson. And if y'all are not following Cece Anderson on Instagram – you're only getting half the story because she is – her looks are so beautiful. So, and so beautiful. Like, she does these really cool tutorials and really cool like historical and global photo uh, – I don't know, photo carousels of, of makeup. And it's it's a great – she's a great yeah, follow. Yeah, she's really great. Really fun. Um, so back to the Shire, of course. Um, so then we kind of just like watched them around the flat and I was like, is this going to be, is this, this, is this the final competition? I was not sure. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's not, so it's don't not. worry. Yeah. We got more there. That's guys. Um, so they have to have three, come up with their signature looks. Now I was kind of, I was, I was expecting, I'm really happy about Yan Chen's cause she, mm-hmm. Her signature um, look was going to be that those cool eyeliner looks that she has all the time. And I'm always commenting on it. I think it's perfect. I think it's exactly what is interesting to somebody who wants to learn new makeup trends. And mm-hmm. it's a perfect thing to do for a masterclass. Um, and she wanted to do it because she realized, you know, the regular winged eye that she was trying to do on her, on her own self, she couldn't make it look good on her eyes because her eyes are different. And she – or hooded, I think, right? She has hooded eyes. And so, like, that is – and you'll see a lot of tutorials on TikTok for hooded eyes because it's sort of a – like, a neglected facial feature in yeah. the beauty industry a lot of times. And so, um, Yang Chen has, like, this really cool way of doing – her own different eyeliner and when we get to her actual demo some of her tips were like really really nice like yeah like good for everything you know like I think Yang Chen just like before we even get into it she was the one I was like okay this is the right direction yeah but first we have to see Chris teach a Uh. master class for 30 minutes on how to put a bald cap on and like it was, this is called glow up. And again, this is was like my like, wait, what? Is, this is going to be a signature look for what? He goes, no, I want, I, sh- I have a cool trick of getting it on. That's it. That was like his knowledge of like learning how to like a 30 minute thing of like, this is a new thing. Like, I think that would be added to something like, look, this cool little, like a little tip while I'm doing this, look how I do it. Not the whole thing of like, I use acetone to take off a, take off the extra of a bald cap. That was literally and to go all the it. way around the head took him thirty minutes, which and didn't, is like that doesn't demonstrate skill. Anything, and that doesn't, and he didn't talk really through it. Like there was a lot of dead air, and all you could see Val and and Dom and Manny were like, "This is like watching paint dry. This is like what are we doing? It's, it's so also, uncomfortable." If I'm if I'm Chris, I'm gonna be like, 
I'm putting on a bald cap. Can you give me somebody with a ton of hair? Because then it is a more interesting tutorial. Like I have a huge, huge head and a lot of hair. Wearing a wig that doesn't have an inch of my hair showing out from underneath it is a lot of work. And watching somebody do that to like a degree of skill where they could have blend, they can blend the bald cap into the face and into the head would be interesting. This was just a person with very thick, short hair that you could kind of tuck under the bald cap and then go around it. Well, he also showed going over the eyebrows, too. He's like, this can go over the eyebrows. And he showed how he could cut it so you could still, so you could paint new eyebrows on, but he put the bald cap over this guy's bushy eyebrows as well. Um, which was so, cool. Okay, so we did put bushy eyebrows underneath the bald cap. But the bald cap is like, it's not a bald cap like like where it just goes over your head. It's like a bald cap, like a head condom. Yeah. And then you cut off the extra parts. So it's like uh, a, lot, a couple of different times Nancy did it with scissors, which made them all very nervous because she would do it on the, on the head and then do scissors. And the conventional way, I guess, is to do it on the head, measure it, take it off, and then cut it with scissors. Mm-hmm. Chris's way is more exact, but takes 30 minutes. <laughs> and it's just not a master class. I don't think it's, it's, it's worthy of a master class. Like, that is like so boring. And, like, the coolest skill was, like, you, you could just say that. Hey, I use acetone to take it off. Cool. Cool. Like, that doesn't I, take 30 I think minutes. even if you want to demonstrate it, leave a little part of the bald cap on and use the acetone to, sh- like, take, take just the last part off. Yeah. Agreed. Did you freeze? Kara's fro- frozen. You froze. I she's still talking. I, you're frozen. But I don't know what she's saying. I can hear you. You're frozen. There you are. Are you there? And you are also frozen. Great. Are you done being frozen? Am I done being frozen? I think we're done being frozen. Okay, great. We had frozen and then frozen too, and now we're gone. And now let, we, <laughs> we let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how. So just like FYI, Nancy would have finished. It wouldn't have been an issue. Um, mm-hmm. And Naomi Pike. So there's like there are like a bunch of industry experts sitting on like those big cool bleachers that they have on inside the actor's studio when a, when a whole cast comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also have way more beauty industry insiders on like a huge, huge screen. So it's like tons of people. I don't know who any of these people are, but I know that any of them could make or break these people's careers. Mm-hmm. Um, or probably not break, but definitely like give them an opportunity that would change their lives. Yeah. So Naomi Pike, who is one of the experts, asks why he chose a technical skill rather than creative work. And he was like, hmm. hmm. He's like, he I didn't wanna, have anything. He did say something that I was like, OK, that made sense. But it, it was kind of like, yeah, it was like just like a I'm saying bullshit. So you'll under, and I'm saying it confidently. So you'll be you'll say that you'll think it's legit. It's like I want to show something different to show how because now I can do whatever I want with this bare panel. And it's like, OK, but you didn't do anything with that panel. And this is but called you didn't do anything with it. And it's like, OK. Boring. And it's it's not Chris's fault that he's been able to skate by this whole time. Like it's not really fair to be mad at Chris. No. Um. And yet, the world is not fair. So here we are. Um. Okay. <laughs> I just feel bad. I, God, what if he listens? 
Chris, you're handsome. You're gorgeous. I'm sure you're getting laid nonstop. No, you are great. Like, again, he's a great he's a great makeup artist. I could never do any of that. And he is good. He's creative. He's got he's really good at special effects. Like, please go into that because um, you're good. But examine your privilege. Um, <laughs> so Yang Chen is next and they reveal that she was a part time nanny. That she I is know. a part time nanny. And I was like, oh, my God. OK, fun fact. Held that to the end. Yeah, oh, that's they were really they really wanted to keep us hanging on like what is Yang Chen's part-time job? Um and so like oh, we get to see a montage of each of the makeup artists work before they go into this. And with Chris's, we just saw a montage, but with Yang Chen and Lisa, we see a montage of their work and compliments, and I thought that was very funny. Mm-hmm. Um so Yang Chen is like so nervous, but she looks so elegant like she's such a she is fashion you know Mm -hmm. like she's so chic and like she has this black and gray like marbled dress and with gold accessories that just very very chic um and she talks as we said before she talks about wanting to create a look that's true to her um and having hooded eyes which is an often ignored feature in the beauty industry which dom is like yes that's so smart because it's like, it is really smart to be yeah. like, this is probably all of you industry insiders, this is probably an area that you could profit off of if you hired me and let me help you. Mm-hmm. And and so like, she she had a few different good tips. She uses gel liner for more definition. Mm-hmm. And then she takes her finger on the end and drags it to make the de- the eyeliner feel like it goes on for infinity, which I was like, that's a cool wing tip. Like that's yeah. like no matter how you're drawing around your eye, that look is very, that's it's beautiful. really cool. Yeah. Um, and then she's really like. I, so if your hand's shaky, gel liners, like mine is, gel liners also forgiving, which everyone's charmed. Like, yeah, because she was. fucking loves Yang And they all said, like, oh, God, she's so nervous because her hands are very, very clearly shaking because she's so nervous. And they're, and they're like, if she acknowledges it, it'd be better. And then she acknowledges it. And they're like, yay, she acknowledged her, <laughs> her weak, not her weakness, but her, her scaredness, her nervous, her nerves. She's a human. And humanized Which her. Which also acknowledging your nerves when you are giving a speech, especially if you're not a public speaking type of person, it always disarms your audience and it always makes you less nervous. Yeah. So that's yeah. a public speaking tip. Oh um, my God, we're learning so like, much today, Amanda. That's your key. Young Chen can teach us the after thing. And then I thought this was cool. She, I always thought the little silver dots around her eyeliner designs were like, were little like, I don't know, gems or something mm-hmm. that she patted on, but it is actually silver eyeliner that she, like liquid silver eyeliner that she just dots on. Yeah. Which is cool because that is a lot, there's a lot more silver eyeliner than there are little dots. Yes. Looks really, really pretty. And, and everybody um, loves it. And she's back in the green room beating herself up, which, Yang Chen, love yourself. Dang. I know. I know. You fucking crushed it. So Lisa is lost, and we also get looks and compliments from Lisa's yep. season. I think Le- I lo- was like after looking at all at her, all of her work, I'm like, she was fu- she was kind of flawless. Like she yeah. she is good. Like she is so good. She's and, really talented. Mm-hmm. And both has of them never done makeup on another face before coming to this. Yeah, competition. and I'm like, God, that's beautiful. Like. 
the sky is the limit, Lisa. You know, like mm-hmm. she's she's unstoppable. She, I Lisa demos a realistic cut on the face, like she uses prosthetics and does a cut and I was like it's not prosthetics though it's not prosthetics it's it was gel she showed how to make a cut with gel not prosthetics my question is why I agree why 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 does she want to work in special effects Lisa does the most beautiful like Big color blends of any person I have that would have been seen. something she could do because remember when she made that color for with the uh, whatever brand of Sephora brand I don't remember H and M H and M she made her own color like this is how you blend because she has great blending her colors are just beautiful and so like, that would have been a great and show how you can make one billion colors out of it yeah. You know, like, and then every person there is like, oh, my God, I have to hire you because you can show every person that buys my product how they can use it for everything they want. Mm -hmm. I just, I didn't understand why we had two special effects focused contestants. I wonder if they were kind of like, oh, I got to teach a new thing. And I only know, like, what's new that I could teach that no one else would know. I don't know. Okay, I think it was probably more scarier for them and like we didn't really get to see what that was like like putting I think like uh, each seasons before it's like putting eyeliner on correctly like that was just learning how to do technique mm-hmm. as basic technique were some of the master classes from before and I think they're like let's just do some basic special effects I do this this is how I do mine and just little things like that rather than I don't know I don't know. I think it was harder for them to really come up with something that hadn't been done before. That's a fair point. And I have not watched the other seasons of Glow Up. I I watched season one. But like, Mm -hmm. you know what? You're right. So I apologize, Lisa. And Chris also, I apologize. Um, Lisa does like a really good job talking through everything. She didn't say why she did it, which I think would have helped like, make them more invested in her yeah. a little bit. What was the reason? She had, yeah, like what's the – What is? why is this – why are you passionate about this? Yeah, mm-hmm. especially because she comes in looking like – she comes in looking like a pastel palette of paint herself. Yeah. And so like it's – it is a little jarring for her to be so into like blood and gore yeah. without – building a bridge for a story because right. like mm-hmm. Kara knows all anybody wants now in the in industry in creative industries is for you to be like I do this because of this thing that happened in my life like you can't just imagine things anymore you have to yeah. be like like I wrote this story I wrote this pilot about space because um because I have constantly loved space I don't know like because my because like the challenger blew up on my birthday you have mm-hmm. to be able to tie it to somehow. oh lord that's pretty it's it, pretty traumatic it, Amanda well it didn't it didn't blow up thank god birthday, okay good that's an example that's an example okay fair what you could do um so Lisa does a very cool thing to make fake blood not like um not bubble up so much you combine it with a washing up liquid which I don't know what that means in American English Mm-mm. I don't know if that was um, like I don't know if that's hand soap or dish soap or some other some sort soap. of soap I want to say it's probably some sort of soap 
soap. Okay, so Kara's weighing in that it is a soap. So mm-hmm. that's, but with CBD, you mix it with a washing up liquid. Um, and everyone's like, ooh, ooh. Like everybody's really impressed because the cut does look really good. Mm-hmm. And she talks the whole time. Her question is from, I didn't, I also didn't realize how many um, special effects and movie and Broadway makeup artists were on the panel. Yeah. So I guess it makes more sense. I just was like, are we watching Face Off? Like, I it, I was just, whatever. Well, it, it's true. Um, it's true. I think there was more to offer people who have more multi-talented. Like, I can do special effects. I can also do, you see my face. I look beautiful in pastel. I'm a pastel, you know, walking paint. Like, like it's like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's like, I, there's more to offer in these realms. And if these people find me good, then I could go work on movies and that would be more I don't know I don't know just a, then just like a, I'm much I'm more like marketable or yeah yeah and you can make money rather than just sitting at your home and putting putting makeup on your face like fair enough you know what I mean if you were gonna do a cut in this sort of demo would you do a little cut on the cheek like she did or would you do like a crazy gash across the face uh, depending on the time, because they only had 30 minutes, I bet she did as yeah. what she could do. I mean, I would love more. I would love a more gory one, but I think she only, like they I said, they should, they, there should have been a little more blood, a little more like, you know, juice coming out of it, pus, whatever. Um, <laughs> but oh. I, she only had 30 minutes and she's so precise. I think she, but she's also really, she always manages her time pretty well. <clears throat> so I think she just knew what she could do in that time. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm always right, Amanda. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you're definitely right this time so um yeah the one one makeup artist is like how did you how, like what was your profession before this and she's like I was a primary school teacher and he was like I could tell that you've taught a class before and everyone was like clap 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 like they love Lisa there yeah she was cute she was really cute when she did her she like talked through it and it was like very helpful and like I thought it was great. I thought she had a great. She was a great presentationalist. Is that a word? Yeah. Present yeah. presentationalist. Enough. Okay, we'll make. It's it like one. you guys definitely know what Kara means. Right. Right. Okay, Some great. people I'm say presenter, but presentationalist. That's it. I consider also, myself a. Pre- I think what we're doing right now is presentationalisting. We're presentationalisting constantly. <laughs> so oh, the yes. makeup artists go into the studio. For the last time, and there are no red chairs, which <laughs> some Bum. people are lucky. Yeah. Um, and so Denny MUA and Dom and Val are standing there with Maya, of course. And they're like, your guest judge today is Rankin. And everyone's like, oh, Rankin. And I was like, do we, have we seen Rankin before? We have on episode? other episodes. On other episodes, I believe. Of this season? No. I'm sorry. Other seasons. He like did like really cool, um, I think really cool, a little more interactive. I think uh, some of like the challenges that were interactive with him last time. So Rankin is a known glow up yeah. entity. Yes. Got it. Because I was like, what's happening? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's like a thing. He's a thing. You know, you know, in um, Just Friends, when Anna Ferris is like cheering and everyone else is cheering and she's cheering and she doesn't know why everyone's cheering. 
That's that was, that you, was me for Reagan. I was like, Reagan, okay. <laughs> Yay. Um, and then they show a bunch of Rankin's work and he has really, he has photographed a lot of very famous blonde people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, my lord, if you're a blonde, Rankin has gotten his camera on you. Yep. Um, and so it's the day of the creative brief looks, which I guess is what they've always been called. Mm-hmm. Creative briefs, yeah. Did you know they were called the creative briefs? We called them long challenge. I don't know if we really called it anything. I think we always thought it was like the final challenge or like, I don't, I know, I don't know, because they've all been the same kind of brief, and this is no different. This is no different, of <laughs> course. Um, but first, they say what everybody's um, opportunities are from this. Yes. And first, they say Chris, Amanda Knight, an Oscar-nominated makeup artist wants to let you assist her as a trainee on a future project that was vague 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 very vague very vague again like (laughs) are we gonna check up on that are we ever gonna know who knows that was the most tbd prize i've ever heard and i was like oh i guess they're all kind of like this nope uh lisa uh las las gato wants Lisa to assist her on a future project, and Terry DeGunsberg wants Lisa to create a bespoke palette with her, which that's what I would want also. Holy. And the thing is, like, yes, that is exactly up her alley, and she didn't show any of that in her challenge. I wonder if uh-huh. they, like, kind of got a little background on these people, too. That's I I bet they got, like, a little headshot packet or something. Yeah, this is what they done. And then and- – Yang Chen, Mona Lian wants to offer Yang Chen a private masterclass, and Space NK wants to hire Yang Chen to work on a shoot to market eyeliner looks to their customers. Like, it's like Lisa and Yang Chen won the shortcut challenge. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Like, far and away. Yeah. Um, and so for the creative brief, they need to produce a look that is inspired by the makeup artist's metamorphosis, which I feel like we have seen seven. I guess every, every, every episode over the season, but every episode is every episode is like, what are they now? How they transform, 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 transform. What are you? When did you rebel and how did it transform? Yeah, <laughs> like it's constant. So it's what I like about that is what I hate about that is it's sounds stupid but what i like about it is it really is such a creative challenge because the parameters are nothing Mm -hmm. and so it's like you really have to be very like disciplined and Mm -hmm. and thoughtful which is why someone like nancy is so talented okay Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i'm 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 over it uh i don't think so i don't think we're ever gonna be over it i don't yeah this is this is one i'll never move on from really but uh, that's quite all right, loves. So, uh, the makeup artist who impresses the least of the three will go home. And I was like, wait, is this not the finale? And whether they have a face off. Yeah. Yep. But they face off. Did that tears. confuse you too, though? Um, no. Because I think I remembered okay. it happening. I, I, at first I was like, oh my God, is there going to be another episode? I was like, no, 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 they can't. They're, they're going to do the face off challenge again. They're going to do the face off challenge again. And I, I was like. I, it's gonna be a lot. I don't know how they're gonna fill that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, there is no other episode. I'm just worrying for nothing. Yeah. Um, so Chris says that he learned. Okay, something I like about the show is that you never know who your model is gonna be. You don't know the race. You don't know their gender. So it's like, it's any like 
you need to be able to like do makeup on anybody Mm -hmm. and do this makeup on anybody yep um and chris learned during the competition that he really wants to win it it's a good lesson (laughs) (laughs) and then everyone's using prosthetics Kara, did they have to use a prosthetic? No, and the I think, and during the, I think during the challenge, everyone was like, "I'm bored of these prosthetics." Like I think Val said that at one point because it took forever to put their all their prosthetics on for all of them, and then they got to painting. They're like, "This is a good stuff," but I'm like, "No one, I'm not gonna wear, I'm not gonna wear prosthetics out when I glow myself up to go out at night." No, if I'm glowing myself up, I'm definitely not putting on a chin nipple. Exactly, which we got. Lisa did to great success, but well. Oh, also, I liked I liked the pro tip of sketch out your design with white liner because it's easier to take off. Mm-hmm. It is it is tough because it's like Chris did that last week with the stained glass and it looked bad. No, but he, but he didn't take it, it off. He went over it. And that was the mistake. He went over it and it looked – you could see the white underneath it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what it is. It's it, You have to take it off because it's muddy. Mm-hmm. If you don't. Um, so Maya has on the most beautiful blue velveteen dress and this gorgeous matching eye. And I don't know the rule. Are you supposed to match your eyeliner to or your eye makeup to your outfit or is are you not supposed to or is it a choice? I think it's a choice. I think it's a bold choice and it worked for her, I think. Oh, it definitely worked for her. So I, le- I mean, if I match, great. match, sometimes that looks really cute. Matchy, matchy. Mm, okay. I've always thought you were not supposed to match and I'm going to try it. Next time we hang out, look out for matching ding dong. Mm, I can't wait. <laughs> not you. You're not a ding dong. Oh. It sounded like I was calling you ding dong. I mean, I, I am a ding dong. I wish I could eat one right now. <coughs> Did I mention that before? If we got to start cramming soft foods into our mouth <laughs> while we're doing this podcast. With lots of pot. I yeah. Mean, People would love to hear that. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle is what we're missing from this yeah. show. Yeah, sure. we're missing that texture, you know, mm-hmm. the sound texture, the ASMR that of it all. Sound texture. <laughs> people are people want to hear a mukbang but not see it, you yes. know. Agreed. Yes. Um, also, it was cute. All the British people, all the British judges taught Danny MUA to say aubergine instead of eggplant. Um, which I, I missed that. I missed that aubergine. Is that the color? Is that, is that a name for eggplants? If yeah, if you're in if you're in the UK, you don't say eggplant, you say aubergine. I have oh, never heard that word in my dish. I have never in my lifetime ever even heard that, or even if I did, never registered. You and Danny MUA are in the. Oh same my God, world. we're the same. We're twins. Twins. Danny was like, "It's so French," and I was like, "Is it? I don't know. Aubergine. I have no idea. It is. Aubergine. Well, if you say it in a French accent, eggplant. So they both are kind of French in that way, I guess. I guess you're right, yeah. They're both things. They're also things. Okay. Lisa's. They're also things. <laughs> so they have so that in Lisa feels like she's grown in this competition. So, Kara, do you want to describe this truly fucking gorgeous look we've Gorgeous. Once again, Ariadne reviews. Thank you. So she picks. does this, like, strip of middle of the face and, like, the neck – are these beautiful, like, purple, green, um, kind of, like, almost kind of amphibian kind of feel, but, and then it has, like, a nipple chin, but has a beautiful pink lip, and then she uses white uh, to kind just, of texture. It, there's a prosthetic pointy 
horn on the on the chin that's green and then it goes into pink. It's not just a nipple. No, but it no, but it, it, when but she it, didn't paint it, it looked like a nip. It still. Looks um, like a, I mean, it looks like yeah. a nipple, but I just wanted the furries to get it yeah. clearer. Clear look. Um, and it so it looks like a demon of like pure Ooh. like black deep black, and then like a pastel like plant like bursting out through it. And Val says, "You've dinged my dong," which I liked a lot. She just went right to it, and I was like. Yes, yes. Like, it's just flawless. Everything about this is flawless. I will say, though, she did have a hard time finding the dark pigment in the black. There's times where she was like, it's too watery. And there is some, like, on the shoulders. She did put some, like, studs on the shoulder and then had to paint over that black. And you can see through them, some of them. It's just not it's, as stark black as normal. It is a little normal. bit more sheer than yeah. she wanted, I think. Yeah. Um, and she has these two cool horns. We're loving horns this season. This is a... It's all about horn. Horny. It's a horny season. season. Which, <laughs> hey, horny season for me, too. Uh, oh, we were in, we were that. locked up for... I mean, post-Cove, I'm always like, let me see kissing. Let me be doing kissing. Let's see sex scenes and things. Like, if you don't... Please don't recommend me any television movies that or books that don't have sex scenes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I won't do that um, ever again. Plays, it's fine. I will watch. I I have different feelings about plays. Like Sometimes Into the I Woods? Really? There is a sex scene in Into the Woods character. So you <laughs> again, I haven't seen it. So um. <laughs> you, I, this is, <laughs> we're going to do a fucking episode on the PBS. We are going to do an episode on Into the Woods. That's what we are going to do because it is, it is the best, it is, it's the best musical and furries if you disagree please recommend because i'm always looking for new musicals but like it's it like i don't know it's the best musical it's one of the best works of art and we'll have to pbs uh, it we're gonna with our ding dongs oh, we're gonna ding dong it when we finish you're gonna say that ding my dong. dong i will okay great i'm looking forward to that dinging. fabulous so then we go to chris and this is very, very good, in my opinion. Yeah. It's good. It's really well done. Very finessed. He did, like, uh, almost like a <laughs> – I like how they he put his prosthetic on. Did he make this one, too? I can't remember he if he said they made it. He made this one, too. It looks kind of like um, My Little Pony. They kind of said that. And then they went to, like, My Little Dragon. That's kind of what it, what it kind of yeah. turned into. Um, it's like purple and blue with gold accents and like the detailing on the prosthetic is really ornate and really specific and then he has painted the whole thing purple and then gone over it with blue to like bring it out and it's like if he could do this the whole time yeah why haven't we seen like he is good he is very very good he's very good at what he does this is beautifully done um, and I think he probably learned a lot about discipline mm-hmm. and not doing more than he could do mm-hmm. in the two and a half hours because two and a half hours is not that long to create like a full canvas on someone's face. Yeah. yeah. But it feels unfair that we watched so many people who could do this week one go mm-hmm. home and he like figures it out in the last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... R- Robespierre, what's the guy's name? What's the Rankin? Rankin, Rankin loves it. He would. <laughs> I can't remember his name. He says he would photograph this all day. 
Dom welcomes him to the world of precision, Dom would fight Chris if he could. Yeah. <laughs> and Danny's like, mm, the prosthetic wasn't blended enough. And it's like, Danny, you have no idea. You have no idea. I mean, you can see it's a little the symmetric. It's not very symmetrical, like the cheeks are a little not as symmetrical. Mm-hmm. But I still think it looks bomb. It's beautiful. I love the colors. It's it's stunning. Yeah. It's stunning. Chris also says he wanted to redo his chameleon look from week one, and this is a reinterpretation of that. Yeah, um, that's a metaphor for this. Hey, I like and I respect anybody who can like redo. Something, you know, like if you're Mm -hmm. like, I wrote this, now I have to rewrite it. That's the hardest, shittiest part. So good for Chris. Ding dong. On progress. Um, And then we get to Yang Chen's. Yang Chen was inspired by a poison dart frog combined with a teen punk rock vibe. And I was like, I don't really know how that matches your progression, but I I like it. Yeah. I do feel like we've seen this from Yang Chen. I, 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 again, think she's talented as AF. Like, she is so good. I think she's a great artist. Like, this to me is, she paints beautiful pictures. Like, this is gorgeous. The blending, the colors, the, she used little dots of prosthetics. Like, you can't really tell she's wearing prosthetics. Or this, uh, this person's wearing prosthetics because, I mean, you can. But, like, it's not as, like, you're not changing the shape of their face, like, like the other two did. It's it's blended in in a way that makes it seem like this is how this picture looks. Yeah. Rather than look at this cool prosthetic I added to complete this look. It's like, no, this is what it looks like and this is how I got there. Yeah. And it's cool. Again, I love it. It's pretty, but it's I don't I don't I don't find it as exciting as actually Lisa's. Yeah. And I I just I think we've seen better from Yang Chen. Um Val loves the color. She says the symmetry's off. Dom fucking loves it. Like, Dom, if Dom could adopt Yang Chen, he would. He loves I know. Her. And, like, well-deserved, in my opinion. Um, and so then this is when they were like, okay, now we're going to say who goes home. And then the other two face off. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It took me. I Same was structure, but opposite. All of that. Yeah. Without understanding. Yep. And this is when I realized that Dom is wearing a gorgeous, gorgeous suit made of black and rainbow sprinkles or sequins. If I like Dom, if you can't adopt Yang Chen, you can adopt me. I know. Any day. Like, I would love it. So the finalists are drumroll Lisa and Yang Chen. Like, which hello, hello. Even though again, all of there is really good this last bit. Um. I think they also went th- – also at this point, they went through all of their looks and kind of was like, okay, let's do a whole thing. And, yes, it's clear that these two are just – had an overall better better season than Kristen. They're more polished at this point. Yeah. Because, like, it is important oh, – now, now I feel bad for being a bitch this whole hour. But, like, <laughs> it is really important to be, as an artist, open to growing and to remember that growth is – we're always growing. We're like, always I growing. had an improv teacher once who tr- I think maybe traumatized me, but also taught me an important lesson that like when you're an artist, your progress goes it goes up a hill and we think it's straight, but it's actually like you're you like dip you peak in valley, but you're always going up. So like yeah. your valley 
your current valley is way higher than, higher your, than your older two valley. years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like you, you, and you, when you were feeling really good two years ago and now you feel like shit, that doesn't mean you're worse now. It means that you're just growing. Yeah, that's great. It's beautiful. Oh, so, it's beautiful. We're learning so much again, Amanda. You're just, that's amazing. Well, you're inspiring. I feel bad for being a vicious cunt for two hours, for an hour and then being like, but Chris is an artist and we're all mm-hmm. artists and we're growing. Yeah. Um, so Lisa and Yangchen get 30 minutes to do a tritoned eye. It's yellow and it's blue and there's like light black eyeliner, like kind of like Kim. It to me was like very reminiscent of like a non or like a less draggy version of how the drag queen Kim Chi from Drag Race mm-hmm. does her eye. You know, like there's because there's it's, there's an exaggerated shape to it. Yes, um, and there's like two but, different lines underneath with for the eyeliner, kind of like those two lines that don't connect, but they're part of it. It's really pretty, yeah. and then then they eyeline and then they line a color on top of it. It's it's uh, it's very very you have to be very talented to do that. And it does a nice job of combining each of their best skills. Like Yang Chen is so, so has such good like precision with eyeliner and with like eye looks in general and Lisa is so good at colors and blending both both of them are good at everything but I thought this was like a very fair mm-hmm. challenge to showcase like both of their best skills yes yeah. yeah um and they also have to do blush and lips and the brow it's not just the eye they have to do a whole, whole look, face which is like yeah. ooh, 30 minutes um so they they do it. We just watched them do it. And to me, there was a clear winner. Kara, what did you think? I I liked one of them. I liked them both. One was mm-hmm. the color was a lot richer in the, in the one of them. Like you could see their color. But I kind of liked the other ones more like more pulled out eye. Like the eye was more lifted and a little more open. And I thought it was pretty. Um, it was a little more faded. But I, I didn't think that if I didn't see – the thicker one, I would be like, oh, that's clearly the winner. Um, I thought they were both really good. And I thought the person with the, th- like, with the more bold colors also had the more precise eyeliner. Okay. Yeah, I think and you're so right. I, I think like, you're right. I was I- like, skill, like, just fitting the brief. Mm-hmm. Both of them were incredible. Are incredible oh, yeah. artists. But I was yeah. like, Yang Chen's going to win, no question. And they and give Lisa a compliment first, so Yang Chin is the winner. <laughs> Yang Chin wins, and she cries, and everyone is so happy. And then I go look at her Instagram, and she's killing it. Yeah, um, I did look at her Instagram. I was like, oh, she just has cool. She has cool like ideas. Um, did she post any professional opportunities? Uh, she does, but I don't really know. I wasn't really. I kind of was just scrolling really quickly. Um, but she's um, got some really cool. I also want to follow Lisa. I think Lisa has more followers than than um, Yongchen because Yongchen only had like a hundred and hundred or something. Yeah, Yongchen has a hundred and two thousand followers. Uh, wow, very cool. Um, oh, Yongchen also has a pro account. Oh, but that has way fewer followers, which is mm-hmm. wild. Um, and then, but I think Lisa already had like a million followers before yeah. the show started. Like, I think Lisa came into this as like 
one of the biggest yeah Lisa has and Lisa doesn't have that many more Lisa has 172,000 so like nearly nearly double but still like they yeah. both have a lot it's they not like a hundred thousand versus a million You're right 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 and wow 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 these women are so talented I know so incredible I this is really cool Furries, give them a follow follow your heart this I Kara I will confess to you right now I knew Yang Chen was the winner I knew it from I knew episode one I did too I knew it was me. I, I actually, I actually wasn't sure it was gonna be her or, or um, Lisa. I knew it was gonna be down to those two. No, I saw a spoiler online, and I knew she was the winner. Damn it! You did this whole time. This whole time, I knew, and so, but I was like, I can't spoil it for Kara, and I don't want her to know that I know. Because also, it it is interesting to watch it being like, I know this person's gonna win. How do I feel about that? Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I did. I did know. Well, I'm glad that you didn't tell me. I I had a feeling it was going to be her too, but it was great to see my two favorite, Lisa and Leong Chen, were my favorites, and Nancy. But she, oh, and and Rachel actually. Oh, I liked oh, a lot of I them. I loved Rachel, and Rachel is the face of Glow Up season four on Netflix because she's beautiful. like if you because she's fucking beautiful, beautiful, and she's so but, good at her. Like she's glam. Like she is who I'd want to do my makeup for my wedding, who would want me to do makeup for a music video. Who would, I just want her to do my makeup all the time. I think she would be yeah. like, she would know how to like really make me kind of look good. Yeah. So. She she knows how to play up the beauty of someone's face. Mm-hmm. Um, but this whole season was fucking fabulous. I have – I do you – I know we should have talked about this off mic – should we watch the other seasons? Should we? We can, yeah. I I, I don't remember who won a lot of them. Like I don't remember. No, I don't remember who won any of them. Even season one, which I saw. I saw. I think I saw saw one on the plane when I was going to Australia in 2019. That's all. I, I don't even know if I finished it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I would like to. Yeah, let's do it. I'm into it. Okay, great. So furries, next week we're watching Glow Up season one, episode one, and please. If you haven't seen the PBS recording of the original Broadway cast of Into the Woods, please know that Kara will soon be seeing it. And, <laughs> and uh, we are going to talk about it soon. soon. So, And also, it's so good. Treat yourself. Bernadette okay, yes. Peters, Joanna Gleason, others, many others. But those are the two, like, those are and powerhouses. Songs. <laughs> you sure you haven't seen this musical before? You know there's songs in it. Okay. Yeah. Someone's story is not adding up. I know. Big fat liar. Um, <laughs> anyway, this was fun. And I love Glow this Up. This was fun. I, makes me want to do my eyeliner. Like, it really makes me inspired to like, oh, I want to go get a palette. I don't ever have a palette. Like, I want to get a good palette for my eyes. We got to get you a palette, babe. Let's go to, let's gonna... go to Sephora this weekend and do it. Okay. We're going to get you a palette. And not this weekend, but very soon. We're watching Into the Woods. Okay, fine. All right. All right. Ding Love dong. Fabulous. Ding Love dong. Love you, furries. Love you, Kara. Love me too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day. And remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing out the pod.